Hello, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. Let me introduce you to the Willow Sisters. These are two trees that are rooted and grounded in the field across from our front porch. They majestically adorn the view with stunning charm day after day. Through spring, summer, fall, and winter, these two beauties faithfully provide a subtle sense of peace and delight whether with branches dancing in the wind or leaves laden with snow. And I'm not the only one who thinks this either. (laughs) These sisters unassumingly grab the attention of many a house guest. They've even won first place in best of photography at the county fair. (laughs) They just have a way of speaking into the soul, and there's just nothing else quite like them. Now, Before you conclude that I've gone off the deep end, don't worry. I'm not worshiping trees. Never. Trees are created by God to bring him glory, not the other way around. In fact, the Lord uses trees throughout scripture to illustrate and symbolize a plethora of intriguing and powerful points. Did you know, aside from God and people, trees are the most mentioned word in the Bible? In fact, if you'd like a little bit more information on that and a fun message I put together, uh, you can find that in my podcast station. It's called I Tree, You Tree. Well, when we enjoy any aspect of nature, I think it's important that we immediately consider God and how creative, enjoyable, and glorious he is. Yes, let nature lead us to worship the Lord. He designed everything to point right back to him. God tells us that creation reveals his invisible attributes and declares the glory of God. I think Isaiah 55 verse 12 poetically captures this reality and expresses it with a precious personification. You ready? Here's that verse. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so back to the Willow Sisters. Several weeks ago, our family traveled out of town for two days. Hours after we'd left, we heard from multiple people about a calamitous windstorm that had passed through our county. Fairmount and all the surrounding towns were hit with 80 mile per hour winds. Yes, you heard that right, 80 miles per hour. Electricity was out, tree branches were strewn everywhere. And during the days following, homes had no electricity. In fact, many didn't receive power for a week. Until debris was removed, greenery littered every square foot within view. The damage was quite extensive. Tons of trees were uprooted, many having fallen into homes and crushing rooftops and windows. But then things got even more personal. While we were still away, after the weather had passed, a friend sent a picture, and she reported that one of the willow trees had been split at the trunk. Do you know how this made me feel? (laughs) I felt like a part of me had been split as well. 
look, I know it's just a tree, (laughs) but hang in there with me. The Lord brought profound insights from this, and I believe he wants them shared with you. Listen, he loves us, and he loves to use everyday things to expose our hearts, to woo us to him, to display his awesome character, and to set us free to do his will unrestrained. (laughs) So upon returning home, I took my own picture of the injured willow tree. I stood at the same angle and distance from which I always photograph the sisters. You see, over time, I've just found a favorite perspective for the willow photos, and it's really been helpful for me when working with the pictures later, like composing a collage or putting together a collection by theme. So after snapping the shot, I paused so I could examine it, and I was amazed by an incredible discovery. I studied the image, and I noticed something that was hidden and is now revealed. There was a little tree in the view of that picture that I'd never seen before. It was behind the damaged section of the front willow. Because the willow trees, there's one up front and one in the back. The front one that had the broken branch, it was like a 90 degree huge part of the trunk and the branch came down at a 90 degree angle and it opened up the view to see this little tree that had been there all along in all these pictures I've been taking for years but it had never been visible in the past because I've always taken a picture from the same angle and because the willow's branches had blocked that concealed tree all these years. Somehow through that storm, and it was a tumultuous upheaval, despite, in fact, because of the wound to her trunk and the crushing of her limb, that sister made way for a different perspective, a new scene, and a fresh revelation shedding light on something that had been shrouded. And that new thing didn't present itself until after the turbulence had come through. It wasn't evident until after the sister had endured, persevered, and hung on through 80-mile-per-hour winds, through the fears and the unknowns that unexpected tempests of life can bring. I observed something intriguing as we walked through town after the destruction Many of the downed trees and branches were dry and brittle. You could clearly see that some had already been dead a while, even diseased. The heavy gusts had simply served as a tool to get rid of debris that needed to be removed anyway. And look, I'm not minimizing the storm damage. I'm just acknowledging an obvious parallel to our lives. Isn't it true that sometimes it takes a divine disruption to remove the dry, diseased, damaging, destructive debris that hangs onto our souls, weighing down and toxifying our thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors? 
Often we don't even realize the junk clinging to our minds and hearts until after the wild winds have roared, exposing hidden things. (laughs) It may take some blowing around in order for our perspective to shift. Through life's hardships, instead of asking, God, why did this happen to me? Let us instead ask, God, why did this happen for me? Along with that frame of mind will come the ability to see something that once was hidden and is now in full view. If you were to look up close to the picture of the ripped trunk with that of that willow tree, I would ask you today, do you feel like this? Sister, are you broken? Do you feel irreparable? (laughs) What rips at your soul today? Have torrential winds wounded you? (laughs) Are you tired and weathered? (laughs) Take a closer look at your situation. Is there a new discovery to see in the midst of it? A fresh outlook to embrace? Is there something in view now that wasn't seen before? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you. And he will. Jeremiah 33, 3 promises it. God says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. There's something I can say about the Willow Sisters that is consistent no matter what. It's what they do when the wind blows. They move with it. Faithfully and obediently, every single time the wind blows, whether gently or strongly, their branches yield to the breath of God. Will you, sister, yield to the Lord and rest in Him? Will you surrender afresh to the powerful, mysterious work of the Holy Spirit in your life? Permit him to freely prune, cleanse, and revive you. And then lift up your eyes, look around, and welcome his new perspective. And then look around again. Do you see all your sisters in Christ? You are surrounded by sisters. Loyal, caring devoted. Some have been there all along, but you couldn't see them before the trial. So reach out, stay connected, ask for help, call for prayer. Yes, the chaos of life may have left you with a few scars, but you are not alone. Well, to conclude, I couldn't resist researching the meaning of the word willow. Here it is. Don't miss this. You ready? This is what the willow tree means. Willow, okay? Number one, it's a tree or a shrub of temperate climates. It bears catkins. It grows near water. And its pliant branches are used for basketry. And its wood 
has various uses. Okay, this is so cool. Here's the second definition. It's also a machine with revolving spikes used for cleaning cotton, wool, or other fibers. And finally, the name Willow, someone's name, it means freedom. Okay, so for those of you who study nature, you probably know what a catkin is. (laughs) But for everyone else, including myself, I had to look it up. Are you ready for its definition? A catkin means wind-pollinated. It's wind-pollinated. Are you catching the connection to all of this? Okay, in case you haven't, let me now impart to you. I'm going to leave you with a, a message of exhortation, okay? And it's sort of a summary for those definitions I just read to you. Are you ready? Dear Willow Sister, God created you to live a temperate, self-controlled life in Christ, planted and growing in the living waters of Jesus. When the winds of life blow, stay pliable and let the Holy Spirit use those winds to scatter his seed through you to others. He will use the winds of your life to pollinate, to multiply himself through you. Walk in freedom from sin and in the freedom to obey his word. He will use you to carry provisions like a little basket. (laughs) Carry provisions to others, to deliver his cleansing word to others, and to teach and exemplify to others how to be clothed in Christ. Amen. One last verse. I got to read it for you here when we finish. Jeremiah 17, verses 7 to 8. And we'll finish with this. Blessed is the man or woman, the person who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green. And will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Be blessed, sister. Amen.